Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Hockney, Hurst and Warhol. Cambridge 105 Radio. A Cambridge-based journalist who took a creative writing course has seen one of her first works published in a national magazine. Uh, Donna Ferguson is here, who you know from assorted other bits and pieces on uh, Cambridge 105 Radio. Good to see you, Donna. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. And you wrote this, I think, for an evening class... Yep. At Hills Road Sixth Form. That's right, yes. So t- tell us first of all about the, the, the piece, piece of work and how it ended up in People's Friend. Well, um, it's a story about how I met my daughter. Um, so we were set homework. It was when, when Yan Lu's course, and the, the homework was write, um, write a story of how we met. And I think most people would assume you'd write a romance about how you met your partner. Um, but I just started thinking about, well, how, you know, how did I actually meet my daughter? Because, or when did, I, when did I meet her? Because it's very difficult to sort of pinpoint that exact moment that you met your child um, as a woman. Um, so, yeah, so I just, I just sort of wrote this story about... And what do you mean by that? The cradling in the arms or no, when the well, personality develops? No, or? no, well, I, I actually think... For me, it was sort of earlier. It was like, well, did I did we meet when when you were just this blue line on the pregnancy test, or was it when you know I first heard your heartbeat, or you know I sort of met her in stages. I saw her on the ultrasound, and you know, so I sort of it wasn't, you know, I felt like there was, I when I was pregnant, I was sort of meeting her gradually. Um, so yeah, I just I just wrote the story about about her and you know how how it how it feels to meet your child. <laughs> That's an interesting one. And it went from... This was only, I think, your your, your second homework. Yeah, it was my second homework. Um, and read it out to the class and got some, you know, really, really supportive, generous feedback. And um, I just thought, oh, well, I've written it now, so I'm, I'm, what's the worst that could happen? If, if, it, if I send it off somewhere and they don't want it, well, I'm no worse off. Um, so... I just looked around for magazines that published fiction, sent it off to the People's Friend, and I think within, like, two weeks, I just sent it to the generic, like, submissions email address. Um, the editor emailed me and said, we, we, we love it, we, you know, we'd love to publish it, um, and here's 80 quid. Worth having, I guess. <laughs> um, are there many magazines around which publish fiction these days? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I remember so back in the 19... 19- 1970s, I think it would be. My my aunt was a subscriber to Woman's Weekly, and one week it would say famed for its knitting, and this is above the masthead. And the, the next week it would say famed for its fiction. And I think these days they're normally famed for showbiz stories, which mm. they just make up. Well, maybe it is fiction. I don't know. <laughs> well, I I mean I don't really know. I only did the course last September, um, but I know there's Granter. That's the one that most people have heard of. But that's kind of a bit more, I guess, well literary magazine um there's the the new yorker which um is obviously very famous so um yeah but i don't think there's a huge huge market out there for for short stories maybe it's more competitions um but i was just so happy even though i've obviously had as a journalist you know i've had articles published in the in the guardian and the observer quite a lot but i i felt there was just something so special about having my first short story published and it's it about my pe- people people will be saying she's a journalist of course she can write <laughs> but it, it's 
it is a different skill moving from, I guess, you know, if somebody moves for the sake of argument, unlikely but possible, from the Financial Times to the Sun. It's a completely different style and your your brain somehow has to adjust to it all. Mm, yeah, I mean, for me it was the feeling, the feeling of writing was completely different. It was very liberating to write creatively. So obviously when you're a journalist you're trying to report on facts, what people have said, link things up together and and tell some kind of story in terms of a, make sure that the article has a structure, it has you know, beginning, middle and end. So all of that I was familiar with. But what what was amazing was just this feeling of like, I could just make it up and I wasn't restrained in any way. And it also felt really scary. It was like jumping off this precipice because it felt like, you know, I have no facts to kind of guide me or tell me or, go. you know, this is like where I'm going, navigate. It was just like... It was all completely. It was like open air, so it was quite um, exciting. And so this is very interesting. Yeah. You, you know, no no facts. So this is <laughs> the, the so all. <laughs> I'm just thinking. It's almost as if you felt, not say constrained, but yeah. the the fact that you had to make it up yeah. made it more complicated than when you had. <laughs> Yeah. Something that you had to keep to and make sure was accurate. Well, exactly. And even though, as I say, I wrote it's it's about my daughter, but it's fictional. So it's it's about a fictional mother writing about her fictional child. Like it's it's not. I did not. This it's kind of based on what happened, but it's sort of you know, there's a fictional sort of conversation with a child, and um, so it was. It and I think that was something that Wen Yan Lu made me realise is that a lot of fiction is based on facts, on the, on the experiences of that author's life. And I sort of knew that, but it was just the feeling that actually you can write about yourself and your experiences, but from a kind of fictional point of view, you can pretend to the reader that it's utter fiction, mm. whereas you know it isn't, but they don't know that. It was, I don't know, she, just, she was a very inspiring teacher and I highly recommend the course. Um, and also, I have to say that it was joining a very creative group called Something in Common. So it's like a, a group in Cambridge that meets for cultural events. They put on an event which I went to called um it was like in the, like about the creative process. And there was a um an author there, Megan Hunter, who's a Cambridge based author, and Becky Solomon who's also as uh, she writes um Solomon, she writes um short stories. And they both talked about their creative process and how they write for themselves. And I realised, as a journalist, I'm always writing for editors. I'm always writing for readers. You know, I'm not writing for my own pleasure. And I, I decided that that was something that I wanted to do. It's inter interesting because a lot of journalists and broadcasters do move from journalism through to creative writing. As Simon Mayer is a good example. I remember oh, years ago, there was a guy called Geoffrey Archer with a G <laughs> who, uh, was, who was a reporter for, for ITN. He gave us a call in the office of this trade magazine where I was working because he was fact-checking, because he wanted to make sure that the background to what he was writing about was, 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 was still accurate, even, yeah. even though it was a, a, well, a piece Preston of creative. did that as well. Yes, of yeah. course. Another, another, another good example. Do you, do, you, do you feel that that might be a direction for you or is it just as a, the one-off or well, maybe two or three-offs? Well, <laughs> the, the, the 
the thing about the course for me that was so fantastic was that it gave me assignments, which I'm, I'm very familiar with as a journalist. It was like, you know, she gave the topic how we met or when we met. And so I kind of immediately, you know, that inspired me. But and a I, deadline, hopefully. Yeah, a right. deadline, exactly. It was like the following week. And, I'd, and I did actually write it very quickly because I didn't leave myself enough time. So it was kind of, um, I, I think, so I'd like to do um, another course. Hopefully there's another one in Cambridge, which I'm hoping to do as well. Um, so, you know, I think that that would be quite good for me at this stage to have to have someone holding me accountable, giving me assignments and forcing me to do it because it is hard after a whole day writing as a journalist to think I'm going to write some more for myself. It's often you just want to like sit in front I was of the say, TV and watch traitors or whatever. So. If, if you're doing an evening class, you want to go off and do basket weaving or something, <laughs> surely, rather rather than more writing. Well, yeah, I think that's... I mean, the part, another big motivation for me was actually my mum, my mum died last January and she'd always thought I should write creatively. Um, you know, I wrote a lot creatively as a child and she really encouraged me um, and then when I became a journalist, exactly as you say, I didn't really have that same passion for writing in my spare time. And after she died, I just, I, wa- I guess I had, I had all this grief and I wanted to um, do something that, you know, my mum would have wanted for me. Like it's sort of like her, like carrying that like in her memory. So that's when I decided to do this course. And then it was really helpful to, to write creatively about my grief because some of the other stories I've written have been about that and it just it just really helped me even more than bereavement therapy so that's been another wonderful aspect of it is it's just really good for my mental health as well mm. when can people join the course have you any ideas how, how's it how's it running running now is that I'm a- not sure if it's on this um this term I assume that it must be it's called um yeah just creative writing um with when when Yan Lu who's a fantastic teacher she's so inspirational I really have to say and and really knows how to tell a story and normally um, you get in sort of like August time sort of a, a leaflet comes through the letterbox yes, of, of courses online. of course online yeah. so um and she it's wrote, worth having a look yeah she wrote this great book called The Funeral Crier which I also really recommend um and I think I think it's wonderful that you can do these courses face to face. I mean, that was a great thing about doing it at Hills Road. Is that it's not only the support of the teacher; it's the support of all, everyone else in the group, and you get to know each other. And we've actually had like meetups in a cafe since the course ended to carry on having that sense of like sharing our work and getting feedback from other people. And some of the writers in that group are just amazing as well. Like their work was really high standard um i think that's just cambridge isn't it everyone's just really yeah very no, creative. De- definitely definitely a cambridge <laughs> thing we're kind of out of time but i do yeah. want you to read a, if you can oh, just okay. a, a short passage from uh, the article now is this in the the current edition of people's yes, friends it's in so, the, yeah it's out now um in Good shops, I think I'm, the I'm co-op sure you, sells it. I'm, I'm sure you can get it. This is the city where you can find a copy of the New York <laughs> Times and Marks and Spencer. Yeah. So I'm sure the people's friend is not too far behind as well. Okay, um, so it's called When We Met. It was winter when we met, or was it spring? We had already got to know each other, you see, months before I first set eyes on you, red and naked and caterwauling. Then they laid you on my chest, next to my heart, and you cracked it open. It crashed open and the light poured in, and my life split right down the middle into the time before you and after you. I knew then that every inch of me was yours and every inch of you was mine. But was that when we met? 
it wasn't when you introduced yourself, that's for sure. That's very good. Uh, the full piece, uh, When We Met in The People's Friend, as written by Donna Ferguson, and um, read there by Donna Ferguson, and on the back of a pretty good-sounding Hills Road course as well. Cambridge Breakfast. Thank you. With Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge, from Kusama, Emin and Riley. Cambridge 105 Radio.